John O'Bean and Sharon. What Tuesday time is it? What afternoon. time is it? It is time for the radio program. It's good to have you with us. Do you like it when I'm on your catchphrase? What time is it? I don't think it's your catchphrase. I think no. people have been doing that for a long time. People have been asking the time, have they? Yeah. Probably people say game time. Yeah. That's... Or they're like, you already know what time it is. What time is it? Three. Nice, good. That was, I was just asking the time, actually. <laughs> Making sure we're starting the show on time. Big show coming up in an hour. You can win tickets to KFC Edgefest. <laughs> And next, we're going to make Jono pay for some very sexist comments he made on the show. You may recall this moment yesterday. Oh, you want me to play this? Yeah, yeah play, it, play it, mate. Play, play it. it. I couldn't even make a gender reveal cake. Oh, what sort of mum are you? All mums... Are... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> all sort of... All, all mums need to be able to bake cakes. All it's right. the first what one is this, the mum. 1950s? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> hey, my mum could bake a cake. My dad couldn't. Mm. I was Someone, offended by this. And I stand by those comments. Oh. Someone oh, thinks that dads don't need to bake and just women. Well, let's uh, let's find out what Jono's punishment is in just a few minutes. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Yesterday on the show, you, Jono, you said something that shocked me, shocked Sharon, shocked the nation. Outrage, you big sexist. Oh, and sh- no, play the clip. Well, I need to give a little, no. bit, a little bit of backstory. No, you play the enough. clip. We were talking about baking, and you made the outrageous claim that only women should be doing the baking. Oh, no, you met... Okay, play, hey, play the clip. Play the clip. I couldn't even make a gender reveal cake. Oh, what sort of mum are you? All mums... <laughs> are... What? <laughs> what? What sort of... All, all mums need to be able to bake cakes. All it's right, the first what is this, the mum. 1950s? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> hey, my mum could bake a cake. My dad couldn't. And I stand by, I stand by, again, you keep replaying this bit of audio, I stand by those comments. Jonathan Richard Pryor, you could have... You, uh, could your dad bake, Ben? Exactly. <laughs> ben! Well, he's got to tell the you truth. never gave him a chance to. Did Kevin Boyce bake? Did Ginny Boyce bake? Y- yes. There we go. Yes. There we go. Stand say, by ben, those comments. You're, okay. Honestly, you're so weak. No, but Jonathan, have you ever baked a cake in your entire life, Jonathan? No, but I've paid for at least... Six to twelve. He refuses to bake a cake. I'm not refusing to no, bake. I just don't know how to do it. He thinks that it's a it's the mum's job. It's the woman's job. Nah. And so you know what? I've done some research overnight, Jono. Here we go. And I have found out go. that it turns out New Zealanders like a bit of brown ticka wow at New Year's. And this Saturday is the most common birthday in New Zealand, which means there's a lot of celebrations going on. Not only birthdays, people might be celebrating other things. So what I've done is I've dug out the birthday book. Do you guys remember the birthday book that everyone had and has all the birthday cakes in it? I had like the train. The the swimming pool. Oh, I love the swimming pool. The car, the 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 number five. My mum made me the number five. Yes. Because mums know how to bake. It is the most iconic (laughs) recipe book in New Zealand history. I am getting my mum to courier it up from Wellington. It will arrive tomorrow. And this Friday, you have to make every cake in the birthday book. Everything, every cake. Everything. And we're going to send them out to people that are celebrating this weekend, whether it's the most common birthday in New Zealand or whether it's just, I don't know, a lawn bowls competition because... There's a lawn bowls cake in the book. Yeah, maybe you're celebrating a, a d- duck shooting this weekend and so you can make the duck with the, the chips for the oh, mouth and the yes. popcorn on the head. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> no mate, there is no the, choice. No, There's I don't no choice. Do no. There's no. no choice. So we've got the whole week planned out. You this, can't make me bake. <laughs> this no. Friday, we're putting you in the kitchen and you are going to bake every single cake no. in the birthday book. You could do it while, while baked. Yeah. And it's gonna, so you're going to get me stoned and I have no, to bake. No, I'm stoned, but I'm sorry. Oh, I, was that a I joke? threw that off track. <laughs> if it makes you work faster, okay. you've got so a lot I of cakes to, bake to make. every cake in the birthday in book. The, okay, in the birthday book. Mm. Okay. That's going to be good. So if anyone is... Stop, Stop saying, saying no. no. Oh my God, I say no. If you don't do it, 
you're getting fired. So you're bloody doing it. So if anyone is listening right now, 0800 The Edge, text to 3343. Are you celebrating this weekend? Anything. Tracy's on 0800 The Edge right now. What are you celebrating this weekend, Tracy? Maybe uh, Johnny can make a cake for you. Um, well, my boy's racing this weekend, so he needs a racing car cake. The racing oh, car the cake. Racing that car is cake. a good one. Okay. okay. Your, your boy is going to end up with a... A lackluster cake, No, mate. no, you're going to no. try your best, Jonathan. You'll try your best My for best Tracy. My will not be good enough. <laughs> well, will you, Tracy, you wait there. We'll see you on Friday. Zara, what are you celebrating this weekend? Um, well, today is my birthday, and on Friday, it's my son's sixth birthday as well. Oh, so you could have two cakes. We could yeah. make the number six for you, and then we, for your son, and then we could make another cake for you. Well, I'm 26 today, so I could sort of, like, use the six out of his six, and we could just put a two next to it. just, yeah, making <laughs> a two and a six. Yeah, this, this is a great idea. Where, where do you live, Zara? I live in Christchurch. Christchurch. I've heard of Christchurch. Oh, Great. I, we, I, I love we'll, Christchurch. I don't know if we'll get it to Christchurch on Friday, but we could courier it yes. on Friday and it could get there on Saturday. Well, perfect, because the party's Saturday for Lucas. Oh! It's going to be at a, a kid's bag. birthday party, Jono. <laughs> I could take photos and post it to you. Oh, we would love nothing more than to see how happy that Jono makes your sweet, innocent child. Oh, my God. You are building this up. You're what, I'd, I'd like it to be noted right now that the anticipation you're building up, I have nothing to do with. Wow. Okay, this is Ben and Sharon. It's You'll be leading down the nation, not me. No, oh, no, it's you. You're the one that's in charge, you're actually. you cake baker, mate. Well, Scott's on 0800 The Edge. Scott, uh, what are you celebrating this weekend that Jono could make a cake for you for? We've got a wedding this weekend. A wedding, a wedding. cake. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Do you know what the perfect one is? In the What's birthday that? cake book, they've got the uh, the Barbie doll, and then it's got like icing around her boobies and stuff, and then it's got a dress, can and the dress is dress. cake. And we can make that into a wedding dress, so you could make perfect a wedding job. Barbie cake. Oh, that, that would be absolutely perfect. Okay, Scott, we need to we need to figure out some logistics, and you hold the line, and if we yes. can make it happen, we'll make it happen. So, so wait so, there. So far, I'm uh, letting down some lady's boyfriend who's racing this weekend, some six year old child's birthday, and Scott's upcoming wedding. Okay. Three events in the space of three minutes uh, that I'll be ruining uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't know about you, Ben, but all I can hear is somebody that's not believing in themselves. Yeah, mate. Believe in yourself, Jono. If you're a mum, you could do it. Shoot for the stars, (laughs) and if you miss, you'll land in the clouds. (laughs) Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Two very good-looking boys with us in the studio right now, stars of Shortland Streets. Their real names are Jaden Daniels and Lucas Whiting. You'll know them as Curtis and Finn from Shortland Street. Welcome, boys. Hey, thanks. Bloody good-looking. I know this is staring at me more when you're saying that. (laughs) (laughs) It started already. It's been a big uh, last month on Shortland Street. uh, Jaden, you've returned to the show as Curtis, which has reignited the love triangle between Curtis and Finn and Esther and yes. how's that going? Who's going to win? What team are we on? I was enjoying my time just with, it was quite good actually, <laughs> one-on-one time without Jaden, but he's come back and spoiled the party, so. Yeah. Do, you, do a lot, does the public come up to you all the time, kind of like Team Jen, Team Angelina back in the day and they're like, oh no, I'm I'm Team Curtis or I'm Team Finn and do people get, like preach their case to you about it? Yeah, I've never heard of Team Finn, but... Oh, Team Plenty of times. So you join me back on, on the street? Is that what they say? Yeah. Does that, does that sound hip? I try and sound hip. You make yourself like a gang member. That's what they say on the street. Need to be back on the streets, mate. Out of the prison, onto the street. Because where did you go, Jaden? I went to prison. Oh, no, but like a real... Seriously, literally went to prison. So bad the cameras just caught Jono's face. I was like, what? No, because Jaden, last time I saw you, was at In-N-Out Burger in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were just coming home, and I was like, you're coming back to go on Shorten Street, and you're very cagey about it. 
I didn't know at that point. I actually didn't know. Um, what was the best thing you liked about America? What are they doing better than New Zealand? Uh, not a lot from not what much. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you have to have a convincing accent when you're going for roles over there, an American accent? I'll do mine for you and you okay. can tell okay. me. Okay. 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 This is great. Do this. Do it. No, he does a great American accent. <laughs> no, he does a, it's it's really good. I think that He's both look He's delusional now. He thinks he has. They're going to be impressed. Okay, they're going to be impressed. Wow, howdy. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, first thing. He's really got one word head out. Fight, head fight. Thank you, come Lucas. On. No, come on. Continue, Jono. Wow, howdy. Oh, now he's getting more enthusiastic. Yeah. Is that, is that all you got? Have you got, have you got other words? Say yeah, other words. American greasing someone is all we can do. Yeah. Wow, howdy. Let's hop in the pickup truck and have a good old time. Oh. Would they give me some rolls over in LA? What are Absolutely. you doing here? You should be over there yeah. on pilot week. Or at least a Trump, Trump supporter, that's for sure. <laughs> What are your ones like then if they're so, if so much better than Jono's? Give us your American accent. You go, you go, Luke, you were over there, mate. You go, man. I'll let okay, you go. Okay, Lucas, go, you go first. I like okay. whenever people ask because it's, you ca- I hate being on the spot. Pretend to do a really good one and go, hello, I'm from America. <laughs> <laughs> and people go and just stare at you and think you're being serious. And I'm like, yeah, it's like stick, the best stick thing to the street. Do. Okay, Jaden. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was real good. When he said it was real good. Uh, Lucas, uh, speaking of places, you're from Canberra, right? Yeah, man. Which a lot yeah. of people say Canberra's quite boring. Is it more boring than New Zealand? Because New Zealand's pretty boring. Yeah, parts of parts of New Zealand. No, I, Canberra is pretty boring. It's right. like it's pretty, but it's boring. So pretty boring. <laughs> pretty boring. But once you hit like once you hit like 18, 19 kind of thing, I was just like, I need to get out of here. So Lucas Whiting, Jaden Daniels with us to play Finn and Curtis on Shortland Street. Okay, each of you, your strangest Shortland Street fan interaction. What's it been? I don't know. I remember there was a girl that either came in to do a tour around the show or was down in Christchurch for what now or something, but she got um, a tattoo of Ben Mitchell's initials. Oh, my God. She signed her arm and she tattooed it in. This is TK. This is TK. She signed her own. No, so he signed her arm. And then she got tattooed. And then she got it tattooed, but his initial is BM, and then he did a little X. So oh, literally on no. her arm without any kind of it does it looks horrible. It's just BMX. <laughs> and so, so I said BMX. You just love your bikes, do you? <laughs> <laughs> now boys, we want to test your acting. You're both very good actors, but mm. how good are you at acting as the same person? Ooh, so we're gonna dial okay. a number. Right. When they answer, we want you to carry the conversation, but you can only say one word at a time. Okay. Oh yep. Do you understand <laughs> yeah, the answer? Yeah, okay. Great. Okay. Oh, you're ringing. Nice. I'm gonna phone a hair salon here. Thanks for calling Escape. You're speaking with Steve. Howdy. How Ah, Hi. you. Good. That's my help. Great. What? Can you do for me today, please? But what was that? Sorry. What can you do for me today? Are you wanting a haircut? Mmm. Maybe. Is this a prank call? No, not at all. Hi. Okay. Are you wanting to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, what time? One, two. Today or another day? Today. Today? Well, we don't have any appointments um, until 3.30 today. Cool. Are you wanting that? No. Tomorrow, please. Tomorrow? What time tomorrow? Three. Three o'clock? 30. 3.30? Four. What? Okay. Lee's John O'Ben and Sharon here from the Edge. John O'Ben. And, and Sharon. And Sharon, you sexist. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Jaden Daniels and we've got Lucas Whiting from Shorten Street with us as well. He's like Curtis and Finn. <laughs> Back second crack. 
Oh, backsack crack. Oh, Jesus, it's really escalated now. Smoking crack? No, backsack and crack. That's a good point. I don't know what sort of hair salon is this. Get a haircut and a blast of meth. Lucas Whiting, Jane and Daniels from Shaun Street. Thank you very much, boys. Thank you. Thank you. John O'Bean and Sharon. The Edge. Last night on 3 at 7.30, we, uh, we we talked about this yesterday. We talk on seven days in our rematch of All-Star Family Feud, the John and Ben team. And, well, yeah, for the first time ever, we actually won something, Sharon. Wow. This is quite impressive. So Family Feud is uh, notoriously it's quite a hard game to win, especially if you're against people that are, like, crazy smart, like the Seven Days team. So I'm quite impressed that you guys did it. Well, last time we got pantsed by them, it was, a, it was a whitewash. took four rounds for us to get any points. And then, wow. and then all you hear, the whole time you hear is, every answer you give, it's very disheartening. And the, the theory to the game, I think, when you're playing Family Feud is, if you win, when there's just you and another person up with Di Henwood, if make you the win, other team play. Yeah, make the other team play. Throw them out to the uh, throw them to the lines, and they have to answer all the questions correctly. You know, inevitably they're probably going to get it wrong and hand it over to you. You just got to get one right. Boom! Points are yours. There's a round. That's how you play Family Feud. <laughs> You just completely lost me. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was like, there are so many about things here. This is why I couldn't play, because it was a very confusing game. But, it's quite um, stressful. How, how a lot of stupid people play Family Feud. <laughs> I was one of them. It's easy to play. <laughs> any highlights, though? Like, what was your favourite part? My favourite part was Ben bagging me while I was in the El Paso soundproof booth. Oh, okay, so they were like, the El Paso they were like, soundproof they were like munching away on my El Paso tacos, having a good time. You had headphones on, they're like, John, I can't hear you. Die was like that. So I was like, oh, that's good. So have a listen. They're playing Macklemore and I was eating tacos. <laughs> John, I can't hear a thing. We're saying you're going to get 20 seconds He's to answer dick. five. I really hate John. Can I say that? <laughs> Truth comes out. Truth yeah. comes out. Like, yeah, don't but tell him I said that. But yeah, I'm sick of working. No, he can't hear you now, but he can rewatch oh, can watch it. it later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. After that, those El Paso tacos <laughs> left a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> that was the sour cream, mate. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun though. <laughs> but the thing with Family Feud is, like, whatever's there, you just got to imagine and remember that 100 stupid New Zealanders have answered the oh, survey. Totally. New Zealand. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm the stupidest of them and all. you won and you got to eat a taco. So that's like a great day for everybody, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. They're like the kid off the ad. I know what you're trying to do, Sharon. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, mate. <laughs> I am not lowering myself. No, don't. Anyway. Do don't. Anyway. Uh, so we thought we'd open up this afternoon. I am so confused by you guys. We're opening it up this afternoon. I'm <laughs> so confused by you guys. <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing. The question is, when did you... Ma- no, don't. I won't ask that question. The question is... Uh, your greatest moment your on greatest TV. Your greatest moment on TV. So you got lost in your innuendo <laughs> yeah. and you didn't know where you were no, going. No, Ben pointed at me like, you know the question. And I was well, like, I don't know the question. We just had an argument before about what we were going to do from this topic and you guys disagreed and no one came to resolution. So you should have asked Jono. He's the one that's... Oh, wait, show, no. Prime show Prime Minister, I'll make the call. I was voted in mm. by the people. 0800 The Edge, your greatest moment on television. Because I'd have to say winning Family Feud last night was up there for us, wasn't yeah. it? We celebrated like we won the Super Bowl. Have you, have you streaked at a rugby game? Did you bomb a news cross? Did you walk in on a presenter getting changed? Yeah. I'm <laughs> Family Feud. You're yeah. on Family Feud. Okay, did you I get was. to go in the taco booth as well? No, we didn't get far enough. Oh, near. It's quite a stressful game to play, right? Yeah, there was me and my twin and our, our two younger girlfriends, and um, we, we didn't have much of a much of the age gap as the other team components, so they, they kind of beat us. So when you were on Family Feud, what was the one thing that blew your mind? Maybe it's something you noticed backstage or was it like something about Di Henwood? It was just something that you will always remember about when you were on TV. Bloody Di Henwood, I thought I had energy. Really? He's like a little energizer yeah. bunny. 
Oh, crap. That's an understatement. That is an absolute understatement. I think they go back and just bloody mainline energy drinks into his veins. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's like an IV drip or something. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, but, um, my, my most memorable moment from Family Feud was I was the first family in 35 years. Me and my twin did a backflip mid-set. Wow, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Do a backflip now on the oh, radio. We can't hear it. Just I listen to it. We can hear, we can imagine it. Okay, tell it. do a backflip now. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Christchurch. Okay, so he's in Christchurch. Where about exactly are you in Christchurch? You know, so he can, can just tell you that he's doing yeah, just, the flip. Yeah. Like, I'm, at the, I'm at the Pleasant Point Yacht Club in Christchurch. Okay, he's at the Yacht Club. I'll do okay. one for you now. Ready? Here I go. The, oh, ben, I landed it. No, let's synchronise flip. Are you ready, Ben? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Uh, hey! We did a backwards flip. Wow, you didn't do it because I, I was here. I saw you. You didn't backflip. <laughs> wow. you know. Now, I so believe Sam. You didn't see that. Okay, Sam, do a backflip for us on the radio. We'll believe it. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one. Uh, 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 one. Uh, 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 I shouldn't do that again. Oh, you're doing a joke. <laughs> oh, well played. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. Hey, good to talk to you, buddy. Jamie, welcome. Your TV, your TV high, mate. What'd you do? Um, I was on What Now about 20 years ago. What were you doing on What Now? Uh, I was modelling some of the prizes <gasps> that they were giving away. Oh, my God. That is so cool. It's like how you always wanted to be a tally-op on the show. Yeah. That looked like a yeah, fun job. Yes. Wow. Okay, Jamie, did you get to keep any of the merch? Uh, unfortunately, no, but got lots of signatures from uh, the people that were hosting at the time. Did you get gunged? Uh, no, I don't think yeah. they ever had that. Then. They don't just fang anyone mm. under the guns, mate. No, no, guns is a treat. Oh, you know, once they came, to, what now came to my primary school, and we all got to tell jokes, and I was hanging upside down on the jungle gym. Did you tell one? Yeah, I told one. What was your joke? Didn't make the cut. I was oh. devastated. Oh. Devastated. My family sat down on Sunday morning to watch what now. I was like, Mum, I'm going to be telling a joke on the jungle gym. And if only if that was the last time you tried to tell a joke on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely wasn't the last time you got a joke edited out. <laughs> John O'Ban and Sharon. The Edge. So yesterday we had uh, group therapy. Sharon, you brought group therapy to the show uh, where people can Facebook us and, uh, you know, any issues they've got going on. They can just anonymously, anonymous. Anonymously. Anonymously. Write to us and not be judged. And uh, and, uh, your fellow listeners can help you come up with a resolution. Yesterday we had a letter. Yes, this one uh, came through. Theedgeoftheedge.co.nz if you ever want to send us a letter, by the way. I just said to Facebook us. Multiple ways. Facebook us. Uh, I am 25 years old and I've been dating a guy for four months now. When we see each other, he always comes to my house, but he never stays the night and I have never been to his house. He hasn't even invited me yet. Is that weird? And we... We kind of decided between the three of us that it was quite weird. A little bit sketchy. Yeah. Even Rob Lamoto, the uh, detective host of, of Police 10 7, even phoned through. Have a listen. There's something dodgy going on there. Really? Man, heck yeah. If you get a bad vibe, you got to follow that. Just like when they said to John and Ben, do you want to go 7.30 on TV3? <laughs> you tell me those boys didn't get a bad vibe from <laughs> Because uh, Rob and Police Team 7 obviously on at the same time as John and Ben. And he does, extraordinary, he does extraordinarily well. Oh. Anyway, that's uh, besides the point because uh, overnight, uh, the lady who wrote us the letter has got in touch and wants to come on the radio. Welcome. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you guys? 
Now, you may notice uh, that uh, she really went through puberty, not once but twice, and her voice broke no. quite heavily. She has a voice disguised Ron, Jonathan. That's what I was about to We're say. keeping everyone anonymous in group therapy. Wish I could have a voice disguised so it sounded like I would. <laughs> now, the reason that we have uh, got you back on the show today is that we you heard the feedback, and now you want to take it a step further. Take us through how you're feeling. Yeah, I did. So I heard um, I heard what people were saying yesterday, and it just made me think that maybe I need to investigate a little further. But obviously, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to blame him for something that he's not doing. So that's why I thought I'd get back in touch with you guys and see if you could help me. I just want to know if he's cheating because you know it's been four months. It's going great, but I just don't know. I've got a bad feeling about it. Well, I don't know if you heard yesterday, there, uh, we even had Rob Lamoda, who's a detective from Police Team 7. He, he weighed in on the argument. He was listening as well, and he was pretty convinced that, that he was cheating. I know, I know. So, I mean, all the signs are, are not looking good, but, hey, I want to give him I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm just not sure. I've got an idea. Let's set a trap. Let's set a trap for this guy, mm. and we call him, and we see if he wants to bring our person on the phone right now is his girlfriend or bring his actual girlfriend. To what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Just to, like, <laughs> something. <laughs> we, like, set a trap. Maybe we ring up and say that he's won a competition or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually going to hang out with him? Is that what you want to do? No, we're just saying... <laughs> oh, oh, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like, we organise a competition. Say a that real he's competition? Won. No, like a fake one. We oh. say that he's won it, and then we say... Do you want to bring... Uh, you oh, so we to, say, like, you've got a dinner. Yeah. Who do you want to take? We need to get names down. Yeah, we have to take you and see if he says, meow, meow, we're talking to right now's name, or if they say the girlfriend's name. Okay, so if... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so if I give you his number and you guys ring him... <sighs> yeah. We could we could we could lay we could lay this honeypot and Willie jam his fingers inside the honeypot. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrifying. It is. Well he put both hands in or <laughs> he just put a finger in. Oh look, I, I, I my fingers are crossed that he'd choose me, but oh my god, we'll see. We'll stalk him and we'll follow him home. That's what I've done in the past oh, and geez. I reckon that'll work. Great. It sounds amazing. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Smelling some trouble Oh, here. I am as well. Now, we even had uh, the guy from Police 107 come on, who's a detective, and he reckons that it sounds like cheating. He's like, go with your gut. Always go with your gut. My gut's always saying, you've had a bit too much fibre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And our unknown... Need some, you need some Kiwi crush. Our unknown... <laughs> Metamucil, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my gut says to me. Our Unknown, uh, uh, anonymous letter writer has got back in touch with us today and she wants to try and figure out whether or not he is cheating. So we've hatched up this plan that we're going to pretend we're a flash restaurant, that he has won like a competition to come in for a romantic date. And when he goes in, um, he needs to give the partner's name as well to see if he gives her name or gives the other girlfriend's name. How do you think this is going to go? I tell you what, he better bloody give my details or he'll be in trouble. No. Oh. Jeez. Well, Heard it here first. Okay, so uh, we're about to put the call through. You can listen on in. We'll disguise his voice as well, just for, you know, anonymity. We're not here to ruin lives. No. We're just here to partially ruin them. <laughs> we want to try and make things better for people. Okay, we're going to go through uh, to her boyfriend right now. Dial the number, Ooh, Dan. Producer Dan. Okay. Good luck. Hello. Good afternoon. It's uh, Jess here calling from the... How are you? 
Uh, hey, good, thanks. Great. Hey, I just wanted to let you know that somebody put your business card in a business card drawer and you have won a romantic dinner for two in our VIP room, all expensive paid, three-course meal, alcohol, all free, and uh, we'd just love to book you in for the dinner. Uh, okay, uh, great. Really? Yeah, so uh, the the I don't know if you came in or someone just put your card in, but uh, we were wondering. It's it's a dinner for two. Uh, so, are you interested in coming in for the dinner or? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, potentially. Um, is it is it all right if um, you give me a call back sort of later on tonight? I'm just at work at the moment. Maybe like after eight o'clock or something. Is that is that all right? Oh yeah, no, that, that, that's fine. But I just because we get, like get quite a lot of bookings, maybe I could just write down your name and maybe your girlfriend's name, and then I can uh, just hold a place for you just in case. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. So, what's your girlfriend's name? Um, sorry, I'm I'm I've really got to go. If you could give me a call back after eight, um, then we could discuss it then. But I'm just sorry, I've, I've really got to go. Oh, so I can't get your girlfriend's name and your name right now because oh, I've got your name. I just don't have your girlfriend's name. No, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. C- call, call you back. Okay, I will, yeah. I'll call you back later on. Sounds great. He's gone. He's gone. Are you there? Oh, my God. That was so weird. Like, why would he not just say... Because he's at work. He's busy. He's busy. Yeah, how easy would it be just to say her name is blah, blah, like, and then give the rest but of the details later no, on? No, because you, once you start with the details, you've got to give all the details. You're just like, look, just, I've got to go. <laughs> nervous and guilty and weird and I don't know why he wouldn't just say my name. I don't yeah. know. Let's figure this out tomorrow. Let's let's ring him back tomorrow and we'll, we'll see if we can get the girlfriend okay. out and figure out once and for all. Let's not lose hope on this. It's not when we don't know anything yet. Let's not jump to conclusions. Someone's being optimistic. <laughs> I think he is a rat. You've got my back. <laughs> I do have your back and we're going to find out once and for all if this guy is cheating on you or not and if he is then we will take him down. And if he isn't, then we'll just pretend this whole thing never happened. <laughs> Sounds great. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge.